TalkLine Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Welcome to the podcast. And now... You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. And now, here's your host. Okay, let's go to a good friend of the broadcast. I admire him for what he does, Inspector Richard Taylor with the New York Police Department, commanding officer for their public relations unit. So, uh, Inspector Shavuot Tov, thank you for joining us. Shavuot Tov, thank you so much, Seth. Thank you. I know that you're there. Anything dealing with the Jewish community, you're the. I think that the highest ranking yarmulke wearing uh, police officer in the police room. We always appreciate that you're getting so involved. Now you had a special relationship with Misaskim and with Yankee Meyer, who just passed away this week. You're drinking another effing cigarette. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Inspector. Are you there? I'm here. Good. Yes, we had a very special relationship. Uh, I know Yankee for a very long time since I was a very young police officer. It's actually just looking through old text messages and I see even text messages from from 2013 when a Sefer Torah was stolen from a rabbi's car in Borough Park and how much work he put into it. And thank God it was successfully recovered. That's just one example of Yankee Meyer from way back when. If you, uh, if you think of someone who's so giving and does things without fanfare, without accolades, does not want public recognition, does not want public recognition, and he just keeps on doing and doing for someone. That person was Yankee Meyer. Uh, he saw a tremendous need for an organization like Nasaskim. It's, uh, it's a very, very vital part of, of chesed, of good, where there was a um, uh, there was a family that had no money, and they were just going to have someone cremated against you know against Jewish law. And Yankee Meyer would raise money to make sure that person had a proper burial, and I can times that by probably hundreds, if not thousands, of cases. Just one example: um, what he's done for for families in their most dire times, end-of-life crisis, how he had the expertise and the compassion to be there for those in their true darkest hour. It's something that we we just don't see. And uh, it was an honor, it was a privilege to to learn from him, to see how he set that that uh, that way for others. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he worked with you in one capacity, just overall for our audience. I may have been familiar with Ms. Oskin, but somebody passed away. They provided, you know, to the people sitting shiva, the chairs, the food, the, the, the sedurum, um, whatever they needed uh, to, to be able to sit comfortably in, in a very most trying time in somebody's life. Uh, and they were there for them in the capacity that uh, you knew him also, was there lots of times where people passed on and then there was a question of doing an autopsy, which is, unless, you know, it's it's a murder, but even in those cases where you want to get the body released quickly, you want to make sure the autopsy is not done. And Ms. Oscar interacted not just with you, but all around the country. I think it may have been even around the world, but I know whenever those issues came up, Ms. Oscar was involved. So he grew it from just being a small organization, something which is major, and who 
especially in the religious community, doesn't know what Masaskin does. Absolutely right. He, and you were absolutely right when you talked about around the world. He absolutely had a global reach, uh, whether it was working with with partners in other countries. I know Hatzala Air and him had a very close relationship. Uh, you know, that's under Ellie Rowe. It's just the fact that he was always thinking outside the box on how he can deliver resources and make an impact to those who wouldn't have the help. It was how to fill a void that that needed that needed to be filled. Um, he had the utmost respect, you know, just to think about local city government. He had the utmost respect from the mayor himself. You see, the mayor put out a beautiful statement just a couple of days ago on his social media account praising Yankee Meyer. Just actually in February, Mayor Eric Adams had a roundtable with Jewish community leaders from New York City. And Yankee Meyer was right there in City Hall with the mayor, myself, and Joel Eisdorfer, a senior advisor to the mayor, Fred Kreisman, commissioner of the mayor's community affairs unit, uh, speaking about the needs of the Jewish community and the, and the problems that Yankee Meyer saw in the past and speaking to the mayor directly on how to best go forward. He had a great relationship with the police department. He had the utmost respect from the leadership of city government. And he had that because he, he earned it. Decades and decades of work. Um, he would call me up you know, at 3 in the morning. I remember just this past, just a few months ago, on a Friday night, 3 in the morning, he called me up that Hatzala had an issue in Borough Park. But I thought of this. He called me up quite a few times, 3 in the morning, 2, four, two in the morning, Friday night, Chavez. But he used me you know, to help with the police department. But how many other agencies, like the medical examiner's office, the fire department, that he would make those phone calls constantly around the clock to ensure that the community has what it needs to be to be successful, to, to just help others. It was just something that was, um, that was so, so heartwarming to me. When, when a, when a, here's another story. Just about a year ago, a child in Borough Park, and Zev, I know you remember this, a six-year-old child, I believe, in Borough Park had their scooter stolen. And Yankee Meyer, David Eskiel as well, called me up. They wanted to buy, they wanted to purchase a new scooter and deliver it to the six-year-old boy who had his scooter stolen, and they did so. I was in front of the 66th Precinct, Yankee Meyer, delivered a brand new scooter to this boy who just had a scooter stolen about a day or two before. And he did that because he put himself into the position of this six-year-old boy that the heart-wrenching loss of it. Yankee Meyer was the person who wanted to fill that loss and deliver to a six-year-old boy. That's just who he was. No, it's a, it's a full of chesed. And, and I had a situation where a woman died. Um, I have a drug overdose. The woman, her mother was not Jew, not religious and didn't know what to do. And then so I called Yankee. I said, listen, uh, she wanted to cremate her daughter. and I didn't want that to happen. I called Yankee. I said, we got to help this woman. And she's a Holocaust survivor. Her woman, her daughter just died. You know, he was helpful. Put me in the right with, with the right people, and we made sure that not only was there a cremation, but she was buried in a Jewish way in a cemetery with dignity. And that's such an important thing. It made a difference for the mother. The mother wanted to cremate, you know, just because she didn't have any alternatives. And Yankee Meyer and Masaskim and all those that he works with was able to help provide an alternative. And this was just one small case, and I'm sure in so many thousands upon thousands of different cases that he encountered on a regular basis. 
Exactly right. And I can and to echo what you're saying, I think the biggest thing that he delivered for people in that position, when he would hear that someone wants to cremate somebody, I think the biggest impact would be when he would speak to the family and they'd say either it's a financial issue, you know, along those lines. He would say, it costs nothing. I, I have it. And that was that was him. He didn't want anything. He always found the, the ways to get it done. Money was never an object also. He had tremendous, tremendous support from people because, again, he proved himself to so many that rely on him, give Yankee whatever it is, and he'll run with it and he'll enhance it. You know, chief, you know, by his levi on Friday, uh, Chief Madry, NYPD Chief of Patrol, was at the highest three-star chief in the police department, was at the funeral, and we were talking, and we remembered that uh, Yankee always said that Chief Madry always called him Yankee. He didn't call him Jack. You know, his English name was Jack. But Chief Madry, Jeff Madry, would call him Yankee, Yankee, because um, cause he had, he had that, that way about him, that he brought the chiefs together. He brought the inspectors together. He brought the elected officials together. Uh, he had unity. You know, we just had a, um, a meeting with him, was it seven months ago, six, seven months ago at Masaskum headquarters to go over plans. There is uh, a large Torah, whether it's a large community event. He always was calm, cool, and collected. And uh, it's, it's a tremendous, tremendous loss of Israel for New York City, for the community. And nobody, nobody comes to mind to, uh, to fill that right now. That's how strong of a person, of a leader he was. So let me ask this question, because I'm sure you're getting this and people want to know who is going to be carrying on the day-to-day operation of Misaskum, such an important organization. So do we, who is going to be leading the organization? Do we have any idea yet? So I am speaking to people who did learn from Yankee there. Uh, Mayor Weil, I know, was, uh, was a deputy to Yankee. Yankee Meyer, I know Yankee Landau also learned from Yankee. I know they're both working with Nasaskam now. I don't know if it's going to be one person. <laughs> I think it's going to be multiple people to fill that position that one person did. The one, one person, Yankee Meyer, we're going to need multiple people to carry that torch. Um, that's just who he was. He wore so many different hats that, uh, he really taught so many people on how to be a leader, but I don't know anyone that can do it on their own. But again, the things I mentioned, the people together, teamwork, he showed the way he had the right leadership skills where those who knew him, those who worked with him, learned from him. He made sure to teach and he'll, he'll be carried on that way. Before I let you go, it's also 9-11 today, which we commemorate a terrible tragedy that happened to New York City, to our country. Um, so can you give us just an idea what some of the things that you're going to be involved with, I'm sure, later on today? Yes. So Vice President Kamala Harris uh, is going to be at the World Trade Center in Lower Manhattan for the ceremony. The mayor will be there as well. Mayor Eric Adams will be there. Uh, we have full intelligence bureau a plan in place from the NYPD, working very, very closely with the United States Secret Service and our federal partners, Port Authority Police at the World Trade Center site. It's a tremendous operation, but we, uh, we're expecting everything to be the way that everyone expected to be, to remember 9-11 as a day of remembrance, a day that we are there for the families of those who were killed on 9-11, 
I mean, my own personal story, I was a cell member on September 11th, 2001. I responded to the World Trade Center. I, I was there before the towers collapsed. It means a tremendous amount to me personally from that experience and being now a New York City police officer. That's one of the reasons that motivated me to become a police officer, watching how police officers rushed into danger. That's something that we see every day, whether it's a 911 call for a man with a firearm, police officers rushing to that scene. It's heroic actions from Hassel members rushing to scenes of crisis. It's heroic actions of Misaskin who go to scenes, who go to tragic incidents. Um, I think it's, uh, it's very, very, very fitting to, to connect that with Yankee Meyer because he was the person on the ground during times of crisis, that he was there during times of tragedy. One, one other story, there was a person killed, transit system. Yankee Meyer called me up about midnight and he said what, what happened there. We had power shut off in the transit system, working with the transit police and at the MTA. And he went himself to to do their work to clean up the tracks for Kavod Hamais. That's that's what he was about, just doing and expecting and wanting nothing in return. And as we commemorate today, think about the heroic actions of those rescuers rushing to the World Trade Center on September 11th. I remember being on the Bell Parkway, going and watching the towers burning, rushing into that scene. How many thousands and thousands of rescue workers who are now sick, who are now dying from the air, from the toxic air around the World Trade Center. So I think we sh it's certainly fitting to carry all those who've sacrificed in our, in our prayers and to be there for each other and to, in the words of Yankee Meyer, just do and do and do, fathers. What he did for for orphans, I'm sure you know it, Zev. Uh, toys, presents during during Hanukkah, especially, but throughout the year, he made sure that Yosem, that orphans who didn't have a father or a mother, who didn't have a Hanukkah menorah to be around with family, that they were they were set as much as we can do for them. And that's what he did. And like you asked, who to take that spot? I truly believe it's going to be so many different people that have to come together, that will come together, that are coming together now to do the to do the work that one person did. I want to thank you for the work that you do because you help protect all of us, and it's not easy. And and you mentioned that nine eleven inspired you to become a police officer. You're the top yarmulke wearing police officer in the NYPD. Inspector Richie Taylor, thank you for being with. Thank you for giving us just a small sliver, a small insight into Yankee Meyer, who passed away, and he did it such an outstanding job. You can see the difference one person makes with the Misaskam organization, which touched the lives of so many people, especially when it came to somebody passing away in their family. And he was there, and that's the toughest time for people is when that happens, and he was there to provide relief, comfort, help. And he did a tremendous job, and uh, we're so saddened to hear about his passing. And thank you for sharing some of your thoughts and some of your insights into your relationship and some of the things that Yankee did for all of us. Thank you, Zeb. One, one last thing I'll leave with. Sure. Um, I was, when I was in, as I was on your radio show just about six weeks ago or so, about um, our trip to Israel that we did on behalf of the city of New York, on behalf of the police department, you know, myself, Joe Leisdorf, who I mentioned, 
uh, Frank Caron, the mayor's chief of staff, uh, at the hotel. I was at the hotel. I actually davened. Yankee Meyer knew he was sick and actually spoke to him on the phone. But I turned around. His son was actually, by, hap- by just coincidence, not that anything of a coincidence, but his son was actually right there behind me just after I spoke with Yankee. It's very, very powerful. Uh, he's someone that I always thought of to be a true friend. And his family, just incredible, incredible people. And thank you, Zev. Thank you for, for allowing the opportunity to speak about him. Thank you, Zev, for, for always bringing you know, the, uh, the leadership and the important issues of the cloud you know, to the public forum. Thank you so much, Zev, for the professionalism and your friendship. Thank you, and may God give you the strength to continue what you're doing through this year, and hopefully we won't need, you know, your services, but I guess we still need protection, so thank you for what you're doing. I know that before Rosh Hashanah, there's going to be probably a meeting of Jewish leaders. I think I got something from you. There's going to be a meeting to help prepare the Jewish leaders and the police department for the upcoming holiday, which is always a time that we have to be aware. We need more security for the shuls, and I think that uh, there'll be some information that you're going to be providing correct that's coming upcoming Cor- correct evan actually to speak about that for a moment because you brought that up it's amazing the more you bring up the more i can speak about yankee meyer and what he's done for us but because you brought up that every every year yankee meyer himself he'd prepare a beautiful booklet on on the laws and customs of rosh hashanah yom kippur yom kippur Sukkot. he would put together a beautiful package explaining what Rosh Hashanah is about, what, what Yom Kippur is about, what Sukkot is about, what we can do, what we can't do. Speaking about Cholamai, the intermediate days, he would speak about police officers on how to, on how to best interact and help the community between Tashlich. He was just someone who thought of, I'd say, everything and put together in the most professional book. And I was just thinking, because I was going to lean on him, I was going to ask him, to put that together again. Obviously, I didn't. But now who's to do that? We'll have to sit down with a couple of people, like I mentioned, and try to put something as professional, as thorough, as Yankee Mari did for the police department. And that, that booklet would go to the precinct commanders. It would go to the, to the lieutenants, to the sergeants, to the cops on the street. So they had information, especially in the uh, precincts that have a very, uh, predominantly Jewish area. And now we'll have to, we'll have to just get a team together and do what he always did to put that book together. Right, and you said something very important that what he did as one individual will probably take a whole, will take a few different people to do. Exactly right. Yes, exactly. It's amazing. Amazing. Thank you for paying tribute to somebody who we just literally just scratched the surface of what he did, and we'll try to find some tapes that we have. We did some interviews over the course of time. I'll try to do that. Um... We'll see, you know, because, again, he did so much, and he had some interesting th- stories, and he was there. And I'm sure he could have written a book about the, some of the things that he did. Uh, it's a shame that it hasn't, it hasn't happened, that the book has not been out there, but he didn't expect this to happen so quickly, too, a relatively young man. I know the family just requested any memories because so much that the Yankee Meyer did was not in the public forum. I know the family just requested that anyone who has any memories, anyone who has anything to share about Yankee, they ask that, um, that there's an email address set up that is, um, I think I have it here, is it's 
Cuban World has it. The email address is memories of Yankee Meyer at gmail.com. Memories of Yankee Meyer at gmail.com. And Yankee Meyer is spelled Y A N K I E M E Y E R. Inspector uh, Richie Taylor, thank you again. Shavuot Tov. A good, good bench throughout you and your family. Much health and not just. Shavuot Tov. And, and thank you for all that you do and thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's all teamwork. Not not one person, certainly not me alone. It's certainly so many, so many people part of the team. But thank you, Zev. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Shavuot Tov. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. One of the most important Jewish institutions in the world today is Talk Line with Zeb Rana. He is so smart and he is so innovative and he has so many interesting guests. I don't know what Yiddishkeit, I don't know what New York, I don't know what the world would do without Zeb. So Zeb, Yashikoch, may you go from strength to strength and keep, keep informing us and educating us and keep fighting for Jewish values. Thank you for tuning in to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast, the pulse beat of the Jewish community. For continuous Jewish programs, talklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to the talklinenetwork.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.